Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. It's Newton, back with another week. It's kind of an exciting show. It's uh, kind of getting to the part of the year where golf for the northern part of the country is wearing down. But we got new clubs, and I'm super excited to talk about them. So I've been not, uh, not playing. I'm going to keep playing till it gets too cold, which, who knows, when Michigan <laughs> could happen tomorrow. But uh, it's not. Uh, we're, uh, we've still got some decent weather. But before we get into today's episode, just want to let you know this episode brought to you by Team Titleist. And we're excited to share with you guys exclusive opportunities from Titleist. But to be a part of them, you have to join Team Titleist. Team Titleist gives you access to opportunities like prototype testing, special events, limited edition gear from Titleist, and so much more. Sign up and join us on Team Titleist at www.titleist.com forward slash Team Titleist. All one word, Team Titleist. So if you want to test out those prototype Pro V1s uh, that you see the white boxes posted all over and people have those prototypes, sign up for Team Titleist. Uh, that's going to give you your chance to do it, uh, along with some pretty other, uh, a lot of other cool things. And it's just a community of wild gear, crazy people like us. So <laughs> take a look, uh, you know, go out there, check out Team Titleist. And, uh, you know, I'm a member, been a member for a little while. Join up. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, it's... A weird part of the year. Typically, this is a slow season. We have Ryder Cup week, so that's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm always excited to watch Ryder Cup. I know it'll be an interesting time since it's over in Rome, uh, in Italy, so time difference here on the East Coast will be interesting. I was looking at some of the uh, the viewership times and all that, and we're looking at like, you know, 5.30, 6 a.m. Uh, type coverage. Uh, I think one of them, I think want to say like maybe Friday. It's like three a.m. something like that. It's it's always kind of that crazy, th- the crazy times, just like the the Open Championship is. But excited for this one. I think this is going to be a close, a close match. I think there's uh, these are two good teams, and it, it's going to be close. And I hope it's exciting. Comes down to the wire, and in the end, uh, you know, hope the U.S. pulls it out. So it, it's going to be fun. We're going to see uh, a lot of uh, fun stuff there. But uh, yeah, I'm still playing a lot of golf. And we've got a lot of new stuff that's kind of come out recently, which is kind of cool. Uh, We're going to talk about two things today. It's kind of heavy hitters for this time of the year. And excited that we have more and more uh, golf to go. And I'm hopefully that uh, we'll see some more stuff, uh, more gear before the year is over. I know we will. And uh, I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing okay. I uh, last week in the league shot 38 uh, with a seven on the card. Uh, yeah, yes, a seven. So on hole three. I pulled my tee shot left with my seven wood, hit it into some trees that I could, I mean, I, I had to basically go sideways out and I only could bring the club back to like, uh, nine o'clock. Um, if you, you know, you're nine o'clock, three o'clock, whatever, I could only bring it back to there and I had to chip it over a bunker to get it back into the fairway. Um, I chipped, you know, kind of chipped it out, uh, got it out and then proceeded to hit a wedge fat, uh, barely made it over some water. Came up short. I had a, like an elevated uh, shot to the green, and I was in like this nasty. So there's like a little creek pond thing that runs in front of this the third green, and if you miss it short or as short as I did, it's just in this nasty, longish, just crappy grass. And uh, I then uh, didn't hit a great shot out of there, uh, and made it short of the green, and then chipped it on and two putted for a nice seven. So you got to love when you make triple bogey on a hole and you don't lose a ball. No penalty shot, nothing. So that's that's always fun. But other than that, I played really well. Uh, I think I bogeyed two and bogeyed, man, one other hole. Uh, the rest of it, though, I played pretty well and hit the ball pretty solid. So really, other than that one tee shot that got me a little bit of trouble, uh, I also hit, I think, probably one of the longest three woods I've ever hit. And I was downwind, 
but hole one is kind of a short par four. You can hit, basically, you can hit, if there's no wind, you hit driver, maybe pitching wedge. Uh, I mean, uh, three wood pitching wedge. Uh, if you really want to rip driver and you can hit a little fade, you can get it up pretty close to the green. But if you hit it left, you can hit it in the road. So I always hit, you know, three wood or hybrid, depending on the wind. And uh, I pulled three wood. I didn't, I kind of didn't even realize it was, it was downwind that day and hit just a phenomenal three wood. And it was at the very edge, the end of the fairway. And I haven't measured it on how far it was, but it was definitely one of the longest three woods I've ever hit, which was pretty cool. Ended up uh, getting on the ball in the green and making par there, which was, you know, was hopefully what I think I had like a 50 yard shot into the green. So nothing too, too wild, but made par there. I think I made a bogey on two because I kind of hit it over the left into the trees and, you know, didn't hit a great shot out of there. Um, and then, yeah, it was just uh, from there on, I made a mess of three. And then after three, I pretty much, uh, kind of turn my phone off here because listen to a bunch of people texting uh you know group text but uh and then yeah i made a mess of three and then went off and four and then uh i made a birdie on seven birdie on eight so a par three par five made birdies on those two and then made a par or made a bogey on nine um after hitting my drive and i i hit driver because a couple weeks ago on the front nine nine's a hole and again really short par four and if you can take it up over the trees you can get it down pretty close, uh, and I hit a great drive uh, like two weeks ago there. Got it up next to the green in the rough, kind of right in the front of the green, and you know chipped it on. And I think I, I you know, but I, I got it really close. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do that again. And I, and I hit driver decent uh, earlier, so I was like, okay, let's you know get this thing down there. And I just left the face open, hit it right, and there's a pond over on 18, in between 18 and nine. And hit in the pond. So hit in the pond there, had to drop, then had to hit it like a 60 over the tree, onto the green, uh, and then made the putt. So it was, I hit it to like a couple feet, made the putt, and but it was, uh, it was, it was a dumb decision. Usually I just hit like seven wood, four iron, whatever, down the middle, you know, down the fairway, hit it onto the green. But, you know, felt like, uh, you know, felt like I had to get aggressive and, uh, and, you know, try to make a third birdie, but, but I didn't. So, that was good, and then uh, tonight is our uh, our last official league night. So we do a little a little four uh, four man scramble thing. Everybody throws some money in the pot and do a little scramble and see who comes out ahead. So that's uh, and then that's it. And most of these guys in my league, I won't see till till next year, unfortunately. But I'm gonna keep playing. I may switch to playing Wednesdays uh, or something like that. I usually switch it up and, and move to a different day. Uh, probably will because my daughter has dance uh, on Thursday nights, so I'll probably go and watch a little bit of that, and then, <laughs> so I can uh, be free and I'll move to to Wednesdays or something like that. But I'm gonna keep playing uh, as long as I can, and and I want to you know got a bunch of stuff to hit, and uh, there's a bunch of good irons that I'm trying to sift through to to choose absolute gamers, and man, there's some good stuff. Like if you're, I feel like if next year you're looking for irons. Uh, stuff that's out right now is so good. Um, if you're kind of, especially in that kind of player's distance type uh, category, just really, really good. There's just a, a lot of stuff. Like for me, it's like I'm, I'm kind of going between Titleist T150s, uh, the Callaway Apex Pro, that triple play set. Man, is it, it, it's good too. The Ping I-230s with the Fujikura Axioms. I mean, it's I've got those going. Uh, and now, today, the first thing we're going to talk about, another really good set of irons uh, that I've been messing with. The brand new PXG 0317 T's. 
So PXG is kind of mixing up uh, the line a little bit, and instead of being the 0311T uh, like they have previously, we're going to the 317 uh, uh, numbers, and basically they're keeping all the 317 stuff as uh, the kind of the players' uh, irons, the, the lower handicap guys, and then uh, everything in the 0311 is going to be a little more game improvement. So interesting to see that they're kind of changing it up a little bit, and I know uh, when PXG first announced uh, their line and kind of showed everything off, everybody's wondering where the T was because all they came out was with a 0311P and a, what is, I think, a 0311XP. Yep, XP. Uh, so that was the Gen 6. Uh, and then the Gen 5T was still around, but there was no T iron. And here it finally is. So the 0317T, and it fits in with those 0317 MBCB. Uh, and now uh, and now the T. So the T is going to be the multi-piece uh, hollow or foam-filled uh, multi-piece players kind of distance iron. Uh, pretty compact. I was looking at it next to the Gen 5s uh, that I played a lot of golf with. Uh, was it last year? Uh, played a lot of golf with the Gen 5 uh, Ts. Setting them down to these, very, very similar in terms of size. Uh, they're, you know, so the width of the sole, all that. Very, very similar. A little cleaner look. Uh, I know that the Gen 5 T's had kind of that two-tone black and white or black and silver finish. Uh, it could be silver with the two little black uh, weights uh, in the toe and the heel. And then reversed uh, if you did the dark finish. And these here are just uh, all silver with this, the pretty, now becoming very uh, commonplace, big uh, round weight in the middle of the club head. They've been using that round weight on a couple generations of irons now. And that weight there is basically just used to, to swing weight the club. So depending on your build, your shaft, length, specs, all that, they're going to dial that in to you know, make this thing swing weight-wise, whatever uh, swing weight you want, or, or get it as close to you as they can to whatever uh, you're going to have uh, for your build. And uh, these ones here actually came, um, for whatever reason, PXG kind of has my specs a little wrong, and uh, they send everything about a half inch long. So I actually reshafted these bad boys. These uh, came with some tour, uh, True Temper Elevate uh, shafts in there, and I put in some Nippon Modus Tour 115s uh, that I had and basically built these into Titleist uh, standard lengths. So if you do go by PXG lengths, their lengths are a little bit different. Uh, the top end of the bag stuff is... About a quarter of an inch to a third of an inch longer uh, than traditional. If you're looking at like the three, four, five, uh, I think the six is about a quarter of an inch long, or not even. It's about like a fi like a fifteenth uh, of an inch, and then I think seven iron gets you back to standard. Uh, so seven, eight, nine, and wedge uh, are all pretty much standard. Wedge is thirty-five and three quarters length. For some people, uh, so well, yeah, so that's still just a, a little bit long. Usually that's 35 and a half, uh, 9 is 36, and then 8 is 36 and a half, and 37, but then it jumps to like thir uh, 6 iron is 37.625, <laughs> and then uh, 5 iron is 38 and a quarter, so about a quarter inch long. So their, their, their lengths are a little bit different um, than than some of the traditional uh, stuff out there. So if you're going to get fit or anything like that, just uh, just kind of know that uh, lengths are a little bit different. Uh, and then their lie angles, if you go by like a 7 iron, is 62 and a half. Uh, and then you're going, you know, up from there as you go down. Uh, so the wedge is 64 degrees and uh, 4 iron is 61 degrees. So pretty standard there. And uh, yeah, the T is 
again, they're multi-piece, uh, you know, kind of, I like to call it the cheater club and it's the, the stuff that I kind of call everything I have. Uh, but it's the cheater. Uh, when you look at it, it looks like a player's, uh, player's iron. It's pretty compact, fairly minimal offset, uh, but they pack a whole lot of technology into it. So this is a high strength, high speed steel face, uh, a forged, I think it's 8620. I'm trying to remember exactly. I've got it up here on my, um, on my screen, but, uh, I think it's 8620, uh, forging and, or 86 for carbon steel, uh, on the, the body. Yeah. 8620 carbon steel body, um, and a high speed stainless steel face. Uh, I think they call it HT1770. Uh, so ultra, ultra thin face. And then inside is their S core material. So it's not S core two, which is like the newest stuff. Uh, it's the, the, I think the previous gen S core material inside. And from what they said, I think the, the reason that's in there is actually, they're looking not so much for crazy, crazy ball speeds out of this. They're looking for more consistency, uh, when it comes to spin, when it comes to distance. Uh, so the S core is in there, but cause I believe that it offers uh, a little better consistency there compared to the new, I think S core two that's in like the gen six P's, uh, or zero three one one P's, but a really good looking iron uh, out of the box. It looks really good. I really like uh, all the milling on the backside of the, the, the club. It uh, just gives it, you know, a nice, uh, nice look. It's pretty simple, pretty clean. That you can tell they move a lot of mass right behind the the center of the the club head, the striking point, and then out in the toe internally, they've got some tungsten and all that, uh, and internal weighting to make these a little bit more forgiving. But overall, a really good looking club. It's got a kind of a little sharper angles to it than uh, than say the Callaways that I just talked about. These are going to have a little more square, more boxy toe, uh, a little sharper, more angled top line. And, uh, you know, offset wise, just a little bit of offset. They say, uh, the, the four iron looks like it has a decent amount of offset. Uh, it's labeled as uh, 0.150 inches uh, along with the three iron, or I mean the four iron is one point is 0 0.130. The five iron is 0 0.110 is what they label them at. Uh, and the, the four iron looks like it's got a little bit of bounce. I've got four through wedge, uh, through the set. Uh, and the four iron looks like it's got a little bit of, uh, of, of offset, but nothing too bad. And as you go down the set, uh, they're pretty, pretty minimal. When you get down to like, this is a seven iron in my hand. It's, uh, it's, it's very minimal and they have a very straight leading edge, which is kind of nice, but overall I like the look, uh, you know, a little slightly, little longer blade length, heel to toe. Uh, when you set them down next to the CBs, they're, they're very similar in size. There's not a huge, huge difference, uh, between the two, which is kind of nice. If you're looking to, you know, maybe combo something up uh, between, you know, the T's, CB's, and then even you could throw some ST blades in there. Uh, you could combo something up, and, and they're all going to blend together pretty well. The top line is, I would say, kind of a, a thinner look to it. or Well, not thinner look to it, but a kind of a medium look to it. It's not razor thin. Uh, it's got a little bit of meat there, but it's, it's not bad. I think it's proportional to the head. And I think PXG did a, a good job, you know, with the looks of these from a dress. They just look really solid. Uh, these, of course, you can get in, you know, the standard chrono, uh, matte chrome finish. Uh, and then they also make the extreme dark. So both of those are available in, in, uh, in this iron. And, uh, yeah, they're three times forged. So the 8620 uh, steel is three times forged. And I know they also do like a five times forged uh, in some of the other stuff. But with the three times forged, I think they're just, you know, they're forging the body. And they don't need to be, I guess, as detailed and intricate, you know, since they're going to laser weld a face onto it. Um, and the back is uh, is all milled as well as uh, the face being milled. Uh, and then the bottom, the soles are robotic polished. So 
they uh, that offers a little bit of consistency, so they're not hand polishing these things and getting stuff that varies uh, in terms of bounce angle and shape and all that. But uh, overall, just a really good looking iron, very proportionate when you set it down to uh, a T, say a T150. Very similar in size, uh, very similar in size, kind of you know in a sense they're a similar look. Uh, I think these are going to fight for you know positions with stuff like the T150, uh, the the Apex Pro, um, a lot of those things. Uh, this is going to play with, but overall I think the the look is really good when you set them down. I, I like the PXG look, which I know has a lot of ping influence, uh, but I like the previous uh, 311Ts and these. If you played those or saw those or liked those, uh, you're going to see these 317s and, and, and really like them because they, they, they are very similar. I kind of put them up next to those. Uh, and the sole width, very similar. Uh, I think the sole may be even a hair narrower con- compared to those. Size and everything, uh, very, very similar. But the package looks really good. I think PXG did a nice job. And, uh, you know, when you take them out on the course, you, you set them down and you feel pretty confident that, uh, that you're able to kind of hit some sh- different shots and... Also, you know, work the ball whichever way uh, you want to. When you get them out on the course, uh, they perform really, really well. They're, they're really good. Uh, they're really solid. I think they've got, they're, they're a soft feel, uh, but they're more solid than soft. I feel like they're a hair firmer uh, than the Gen 5s, uh, the Gen 5 Ts. I think they're a hair firmer, but they don't have a click to them. It's not like they're firmer and have a click. I think between material, face, all that, they just have a slightly firmer feel when the ball leaves the face. But I still like it. Uh, it's still really good. It's still really responsive. Um, now, you don't get the harsh vibration. Like, when you strike it center, it, it feels amazing. It's it's like you don't even, again, like a lot of, you know, high-end, soft, forged clubs, you just don't even feel the ball really leave the face. It's just kind of you feel that ball compress and go, and it's almost like you didn't hit it. Um, but the difference with these is that even though these are steel shafted and I've been playing a lot of graphite, when you do miss it and you hit it a little low or you hit it off the toe or, you know, wherever you miss it, you don't get a ton of unwanted vibration to the hands. It really does reduce a lot of vibration even when you miss it. Uh, now, some people won't necessarily like that because, you know, if you do miss hit it, they like to have uh, that vibration as feedback. I feel like you still get good feedback on this, but it's not near as harsh as some other players and players' distance irons. Uh, like players' cavities, player distance, that, you you know, you miss it a little low and you're going to feel it uh, through the hands. Like this, it really still does mute a lot of that vibration. So kind of nice, uh, especially if you're playing in stuff that's, you know, it's a little chilly out, something like that. You miss it low, a couple grooves. You don't get, uh, you know, you rattle your fillings out of your head or anything like that. They they, they stay pretty, uh, uh, pretty soft. Sound is really good. When you hit it center, it's got that thud, that really just kind of low-pitched thud. Uh, when you do miss it, you hear a little bit more high-pitched audible sound. Again, very, very little, you know, harsh vibration gets to the hands. Probably some of the some of the least I've hit in any iron uh, probably this year in terms of getting to the hands. Um, but feel and sound, really, really good. I mean, as you'd expect, I think PXG always does a really nice job with sound and feel. Uh, and that's totally subjective because what I love the feel of, you may not. And it's all going to depend on, uh, on, on on when you hit them and if you like them or not. But I always thought PXG pretty much nails the sound and feel with that, you know, foam-filled uh, or uh, material-filled uh, type irons. They just they do a good job with that. Uh, performance, really, really solid. These things uh, are easy to launch in the air. 
while they don't balloon or anything like that, they do get up pretty quick, uh, and they have a decent trajectory to them. Now, this you know does have kind of a mid-launching shaft in the Modus Tour 115. Uh, still easy to get up ball up in the air. Still had really steep angles of descent. Uh, when you're hitting irons into greens with these things, they get up, and when they get to the green, they pretty much stop. Very minimal release off fairway-type lies. Um, and I feel like these spin just a little bit more than the Gen 5 Ts. I haven't put them like side to side on a launch monitor or anything like that yet. But just going out and playing with them, I feel like shots out of the rough that might have released a little bit more with the uh, the Gen 5 Ts. Uh, these things stop just a little bit harder, and they have just a little better control uh, than those Gen 5 Ts did. Um, out of like I said, out of the rough, they still get up. The ball still spins really well. Uh, I didn't haven't noticed anything in terms of you know hot spots on the green flyers. I know some people said with the Gen 5s. They noticed, you know, some shots that just, you know, would just crank and go. Like, they'd just hit some kind of low-spin flyer, and it would just go for miles. I never had that problem with the Gen 5 Ts. Uh, maybe I just was missing in the wrong spot, because I definitely wasn't hitting the center of the face that much. Uh, but these, I haven't noticed anything uh, like that, and, and I feel like they uh, they definitely have a little bit more control compared to the Gen 5 Ts. I just feel like, you know, consistent shots, when you hit it good, I just feel like they're a little bit more consistent, and you can kind of expect the, whatever distance you get out of, say, a 7-iron. For me, it's 160. Uh, when you hit that 7-iron solid, you know you're getting 160 out of it. Uh, and, you know, when I go play, like, St. Clair Shores, you hit a lot of the same clubs. You know, the, the par 3s are similar lengths and things like that, so you're kind of hitting a lot of the same clubs. And uh, when they're hit solid, they, they definitely uh, they, they go that distance, they stop. Um, and off, you know, a fairway-type lie, you get the same uh, same feeling. So... Really good feel. Uh, I would call these kind of like a, a mid-high launch. Uh, you know, I've got a mid-launching shaft. Uh, these still get up in the air pretty good. The angle of descent uh, seems to be really steep with the whole set. Uh, now the four iron for me is 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 not that way. I mean, that's gonna if I was to hit that into the you know into a green, that's gonna hit and roll a little bit. Uh, four iron for me, I don't typically hit into greens a lot. I just don't run into those type of lengths or distances uh, that often. But uh, I, I don't hit that much. But that's typically a T club for me. Uh, and off the tee, uh, kind of sneaky long. The first time I hit it, uh, which was hole like four uh, at St. Clair Shores. I think it's, oh, no, uh, yeah, four. Uh, there's like a big pond up on the right at like 220-ish. So if I hit four iron, I'm short of it. And I still have like, you know, eight, nine iron into the green, depending on, uh, you know, how far it goes and where I hit it. Um, so I hit four iron there, and I didn't, and I didn't feel like I hit a great, great shot. Ball just, you know, went penetrating ball flight out there, and I had basically a nine iron in and i was really shocked because i didn't think i hit that ball that great and got out there and i hit it to basically where i hit most four irons uh, on that course but off the tee easy to hit really really long uh but then when you get to like the shorter irons like six seven you know eight irons uh you hit them into the greens uh, on par threes there just you know slightly teed up the ball is just easy to launch in the air hits stops and that's it uh, the first par three i played i i, I hit i pulled I pulled an iron just a hair left, but I was kind of in between seven and eight iron. Uh, it was, I think, one fifty. I think it was one fifty one. Wind was blowing into us a little bit, so like you know, one fifty is my eight iron, maybe a little bit more. Um, but then into the wind, I was like, oh man, I don't know. Should I hit seven? But I'm like, seven's kind of a lot, so I'm like, I'm just gonna hit eight. If I come up a little short, I'm okay. And I hit a, just a really solid eight iron. Just pulled it a hair left of the flag, and that ball hit. I uh, had one hop of about maybe a foot and a half, two feet. Uh, ball mark was right there. But, yeah, well, it was out like a foot because it wasn't even two feet. Uh, like a, it hit, left the ball mark, 
about a foot in front of it, stopped, and that was it. And uh, it's super easy to launch in the air, and they still go. Uh, they've got some. Uh, they've got some power to them. They definitely feel that the ball leaves the face faster uh, than say T150 and you know the Apex C Pro or the Apex CB. Uh, and even the 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 i230s, they feel like uh, they kind of jump off the face there and go, um, and then miss hits. They they still go pretty good too. Uh, on the second part three, number seven there, uh, I ended up making birdie, and I hit it to like four feet, and it was a one arm Hideki follow through, uh, and it was I want to say that that one was playing like 167, get into the wind, and I hit. I think it, I hit six iron. I think I hit six iron. Didn't hit it great. Uh, like I said, kind of one-arm follow-through, and the ball was kind of low left, and it hit right in the front of the green, popped up, rolled up to, like, basically pin high, like four feet, you know, just short of pin high, four feet, made the putt for birdie, and I sat there, like, you know, holding on to the club with one hand. So, um, and that, and, and I noticed, you know, over the, the two weeks I've had these things, uh, the miss hits perform really, really well. Not only do they go uh, a good ways and they, and they hold a lot of ball speed, they stay pretty straight. And especially for an, an iron this compact, this small, I just didn't expect the forgiveness to be that that decent on them. But they they have been really, really good uh, in terms of uh, of forgiveness. And I've hit you know a lot of shots not in the center of the club face and, and got away with it and. Uh, ended up with balls that were, you know, right around the green or right in front of the green or uh, or even on the green that I, I thought for sure were coming up way short, you know, right, left, however I missed it. Um, but they, you know, have come up, uh, you know, come up on the green or very close to it uh, almost every time, which is which is pretty, uh, pretty cool. The, uh, I'm trying to look like I lost my turn of thought. Um yeah, forgiveness on them, really, really solid. Uh, I will just say the one thing that um, I feel like these, especially compared to some of the uh, the other irons, uh, the soles on these tend to get down and dig just a hair more uh, than, say, the, the T-150s or, you know, the Apex Pros, uh, kind of these here. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, they get through the turf quickly, but they get down and dig just a touch more than a lot of my other sets. Now, granted, something like the I-230's got a little wider sole, uh, and even the Apex Pro has got a little bit wider sole uh, than this thing, a little more rounded off. Uh, this does have kind of a little bit of a, a leading edge uh, that's kind of beveled. Uh, if you can, you know, I'm trying to show this on YouTube, it's not going to show. But it's got a little bit of a beveled leading edge, uh, and it's got some trailing edge relief uh, as well. So when you see these, you'll see that they're kind of polished off with a, a little trailing edge relief. They, they, they're, when they get into the turf, they're fine. They kind of get through pretty quick, but I've noticed that uh, my divots with these are just a, just a hair more uh, or a hair deeper than, uh, than some of the other sets. It, it's not anything horrible, uh, and then we play in softer you know, conditions up here. I think if you're somebody who plays in a, a slightly firmer condition or you're just a, a little bit shallower, more of a picker, take a really small divot, you're, you're going to like the turf interaction with these. I actually still don't mind it. Um, I just noticed that uh, that you know the divots there that I've had with these off the fairway and stuff have been just just a, a smidge deeper uh, than some of the other irons. So uh, you know, I, I, do I chalk it up as, as a little bit of a negative? Sure, but um, I, I think uh, you know for a lot of players, these things are going to perform really really well. Um, now, well struck shots, uh, distance wise, these things go pretty good. I feel like they're a few yards longer than kind of the other three or four sets that I've been uh, playing, I would put these kind of on par with like the, the, uh, the Vega Mizar tours, uh, in terms of distance. Now those have a little bit stronger lofts, uh, these playoff stuff. That's a little bit, uh, a little bit more traditional, 
Uh, I want to say pitching wedge is 46 degrees, 7 iron is 32, 4 iron 22 and a half. So pretty standard to all the other uh, kind of players distance type irons in there. Nothing crazy, crazy strong. Uh, but distance on uh, on well-struck shots, uh, they, they, they go. I mean, they're, like I said, probably a couple yards longer than everything else. Uh, and I would say, you know, keeping up with Mizar Tours that excuse me, are a little bit stronger. I've taken mine, and I've actually bet them weak. Uh, so mine kind of match these a little bit. Um, but these things definitely are long. I, I would say I would put these up against, uh, you know, almost like a P770 uh, in terms of, uh, of, of distance. Uh, I think they're they're pretty close there, maybe just a hair behind, uh, but not by much. Uh, but I, I really like this 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 iron. I think it's a great package. I think there's you know a player like myself who's a bad nine, uh, trending up towards a ten. Uh, you know you can I can play these irons with no problem. I, I have no problem now. The four iron off the deck, you know that's going to be the you know the 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 issue where I get into you know do, can I hit it high enough and whatnot. But uh, there's ways around that with you know hybrids and fairway woods and stuff like that. Uh, all the rest of the set, uh, I feel really confident that, that, that I can hit these into greens, have no problem. I feel like if I, I don't have to be perfect. And, you know, when you set them down, they look good. I mean, I like the fact that you can set these down, you look good, they look like a player's club, uh, and then when you don't put a perfect swing on it, you can still get away with a good shot and be still left in a position of, you know, making par, making birdie, uh, and, you know, not have to worry about, oh, did I just miss it enough we're now making bogey uh, or i'm you know playing for a bogey and got double could come into play or anything like that nothing like that uh you know comes into play so these are really solid uh, if you're looking for a player's distance iron that's compact uh, but got a little pop to it got a little help uh has a little forgiveness just all around you know it, it kind of looks like a blade but y- you get some help uh, the 0317 are are really worth looking into i think uh, pxg did a nice job with these and I've been impressed with them. So I've got, uh, what is it, 18? I've got 27 holes on them uh, so far. Uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, 27 or 36? I think I have 36 of them. I think I have two nine holes and an 18. Uh, but either way, uh, I've played uh, a decent amount of golf with them so far. And, you know, been really happy, really impressed with them. I think they, they've done a really nice job. And if you go to pxg.com, you can check out all the details and all that stuff on them. I know that they're not at every fitter anymore. Uh, and they kind of focused a lot of their stuff on either online sales or at their own uh, stores. But if you have a chance to go hit these things and you're looking for something that is a player's distance iron, something that's compact, uh, something that when you set it down looks good, you feel comfortable with, but still gives you a little help uh, as well as good feel, good sound, all that, uh, I, th- I think it should be on your radar. I think it should be something that uh, you, that you try because they uh they are solid irons and you know from you know wedge up to four iron they're very playable i think anybody who's you know looking to work the ball a little bit anything like that you're going to be able to do it um especially you know if you get fit shaft wise all that that fits you i think you'll be able to flight them down hit some penetrating low shots uh and you know hoist them up in the air if you need to as well i don't kind of have that game mine is you know let's just hit a solid shot to the center of the green and you know play for par but, uh, you know, if you're somebody out there who's, you know, even more skilled and, and looking to work the ball more, I think these are going to give you a good option. And then also if you're somebody blending, you know, if you're somebody who really loves the CBs or the MB, the S, you know, the, the CB or the ST, uh, you know, to put, you know, maybe one or two of these in, you go, you know, four or five iron in, in the, uh, the T, and then you throw in, you know, CBs the rest of the way or STs the rest of the way. Uh, I think it's going to blend really well. And uh, so far, you know, I haven't had anything with, you know, hot spots or, you know, crazy low spin numbers or anything like that. So really a solid iron, 0317T, pxg.com. Check these bad boys out and uh, give them a try for yourself. I think uh, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised at how 
how solid they are. And uh, they're definitely in the rotation. Like I said, I've got uh, a handful of irons here that I've just, I'm, I'm struggling that I got, you know, I don't, I got to play more rounds so I can rotate through these things and, and play them more and more. So next year is going to be a, a good year uh, when it comes to irons, I think. So then after that, we've got something else brand new and uh, something that I remember when we saw it on tour, uh, Tursky and Greg were out there on tour took some photos of it, and I think the first guy that we really saw with one of these in the bag, uh, or at least a prototype version, his is not coming to retail, but Scotty Scheffler was playing uh, the Spider Tour. So the tailor-made Spider Tour putters, and uh, I know Scheffler was kind of playing one of these bad boys uh, right out of the gate. He had a prototype one with a, a milled face and some uh, some hollowed-out pockets uh, you know, in the back. of He had a, more, a little bit more of a traditional spider design, uh, but, uh, you know, a kind of a, a, a very tailor-made looking uh, putter with some uh, some new tech and uh, and all that but this is the brand new spider tour and this is the spider tour v so they're making a couple different versions uh, of spider tours and the one that's i think a lot of people are excited about is the standard spider uh, tour so the spider tour is the one that's going to look like the old original spider has the two little kind of jet pod engines uh hanging out the back the little wings there uh with the weights in them uh and then they've got and they make each one of these in a slant neck or double bend uh, and then if you want a plumber's neck you can do the my spider program and customize everything colors and you know all that stuff uh, and get the uh, the plumber's neck on there as well uh, but this, they make the Spider Tour, uh, which is that old school design. I think it was really cool. Uh, the Spider Tour X, which is like the Spider X, which, you know, has the two little uh, wings on the back there. Uh, not don't have the weights in there, but the two little wings. And then it's, you know, movable weights on the bottom. Uh, then they have a Tour Z, which is very similar to this, but with little wings <laughs> to push more weight out. Uh, and then the Tour V, uh, which is this one here. And the Tour V, I kind of like because it's a little different where they're pushing the weight forward on the head. So the two movable weights uh, are pushed up near the face, uh, not in the back like a lot of the other models. And um, they sent in a couple different ones. Uh, I was messing around with them on my, uh, you know, just down here in my basement. And then the Tour V, I wanted to take out to the course because I was like, you know what? I've hit a Spider X. Uh, I've hit a Spider Tour. Let's go take uh, the V out because it does have uh, the front uh, forward weights. So let's take that bad boy out and uh, and try it instead of uh, the other one since I've used those other heads. And, uh, you know, I took this one out. I went slant neck, uh, which is, is interesting because I've, I've been kind of into the slant necks a little bit more. I've been into having a little more uh, toe hang. And if you're watching this on YouTube, which you can if you search Golf the BRX Radio, uh, you can see toe hang-wise just a little bit there. Uh, I want to say it's going to hang right about 4 o'clock. Um but just a little bit of toe hang, and you know, through my stroke, I found that uh, I can still putt with double bends, still putt with a lot of face balance stuff, but just that little bit of uh, toe flow uh, does kind of help sometimes, and I, and I putt pretty decent with it. Uh, as much as my stroke kind of tries to be a little bit of straight back, straight through, uh, I believe you know, everybody has just a little bit of arc uh, in their stroke. So, this one here again, weights pushed forward. Uh, the whole center of these things on the bottom, you see kind of the blue sole plate. Underneath there is mostly hollow. Uh, it's got a ho- it's a kind of a hollowed out section, and then it's also got like a little noise chamber uh, as well, so they can basically dial in the noise. So a lot of weight pushed to the outside of the club for you know maximum forgiveness and stability. And uh, you know the new finish is I guess a PVD finish uh, on here uh, instead of being paint. 
or anything like that so it should hold up uh, a little bit better than some of the paints and stuff before that have chipped and you know kind of looked rough prematurely uh, on the other putters uh, but I like the shape. I think it's a little sleek. It doesn't have any wings or anything. When you set it down, it just has kind of a, a little bit more compact mallet shape. Uh, I like the true, uh, what is it, the true, geez, I want to remember what it's called now, the, tr what is it, the true path uh, alignment. I like that on there, the kind of the big white uh, line with the, the single sight line on there. I do really well with just long single lines uh, for aligning my putters. And... Uh, yeah, just overall, just a kind of a nice look. It's it, it looks you know it looks a little smaller, looks a little more compact, and I and I kind of like it. So it frames the ball well, and uh, it was something a little different. I also like the fact they come with you know Superstroke Pistol 1.0s. Uh, I'm always a big fan of the Superstroke Pistol grip. I like having that little bit of roundness on the underside uh, of it with the flat top, and then uh, they've got a black KBS uh, shaft in here. So overall, just a really good looking package. I think they did a nice job. Uh, pure roll insert uh, is white TPU. Uh, they call it. I guess it's a mix of TPU and aluminum. I feel like it's a hair firmer than some of the previous uh, uh, pure roll inserts. I have a, a Bandon 3 that's basically kind of the, the fang putter, uh, and I feel like this is just a touch firmer uh, than that, and it's got just a touch more click to it uh, on impact out on the course. You know, down in the basement, I don't notice it quite as much, uh, but when I go to the course, I feel like, uh, especially with some longer putts, uh, I feel like this has just a slightly firmer feel uh, to it. And now, out of the course, uh, got it out there, and the first thing, you know, take it to the practice green, and uh, going to go roll some putts before I play. I like the pure roll inserts. I think they roll the ball really well, and they put a good forward roll on it. Uh, and I've had, with certain putters that have, you know, face textures like this and face millings like that, I, I have noticed that some of them, the ball does roll, uh, get rolling pretty quick. It puts a lot of topspin on it, and that ball feels like it comes off just like a little bit hot, uh, a little bit quick. I didn't notice that so much with this. Uh, when I took it out there, you know, dropped a couple balls, hit, you know, a few. I usually, you know, whatever the first, uh, you know, I would usually come in from like, you know, the right side of the green and throw a few balls down there. And, uh, usually it's between 5 and 10 feet is the first putt, depending on where they put that cup that's over there on the right. And uh, when I got up there, there was no cup on the right that, that, that week. Uh, they had two cups kind of over and more near the center of the thing. So I had about a 20-footer. A and uh, the first putt I left woefully short. Uh, it's kind of an uphill, and then it dies downhill. Uh, and I left that one short. Uh, and the next one there, I got it pretty much to the hole. But, uh, you know, speed-wise, I thought the speed was really good. Uh, I didn't notice that anything was wildly quick or, uh, you know, and then distance control I thought was was really solid. I thought it was really easy to dial it in. Uh, you know, I know people with inserts claim, you know, distance control is very difficult and uh, they have a hard time, you know, gauging it. I don't know. I, I haven't had a problem, at least with this insert. Now, I have hit some putters like uh, like that sick face technology and stuff that I thought did roll really quick. Uh, and it took some getting used to how fast that ball kind of came off. Uh, but this one here, I, I felt it was pretty traditional. I had, you know, coming from, um, I think I was using my, oh, well, before it, I was using my, uh, my Betnardi, so milled putter, whatever. I didn't feel like I had any problems uh, in terms of speed, uh, distance control, or speed, anything like that when I when I threw the ball down. Uh, I putted really well with this for, geez, three rounds, uh, something like that. I think uh, 27 hole. I think I played a nine, or yeah, I played nine and 18 with it, um, and I think I putted really well with it. Actually, I think I made actually some putts, made a couple birdies, and uh, you know I felt dialing in the speed and all that was was really easy. And you know as I said, pure roll puts a really really good roll on the ball. Uh, the true path alignment's really simple. Uh, I think it's easy to line up the putts. 
And I think, you know, if I line it up and, and you know, swing it, it it's going on that line. Um, this thing here is actually pretty stable. And I think it's like the least stable of all of them because it doesn't have any little wings. It doesn't have a ton of weight. All the weights push forward. Uh, stability was still really good, uh, you know, going on, especially on the putting green where you're, you know, just kind of hitting putts, you know, and you're knowing I missed a couple out on the toe. That's kind of where my miss is, is just, you know, just uh, out on the toe away from the center. Uh, and ball stayed online really, really well. And that, you know, pure roll insert still kept a, a good amount of distance on those putts. So uh, putts that I didn't strike well, I could either still make or get it close to, to right around the hole. Um, now, the interesting th thing is with this putter, the V, having the weights pushed forward, it does have a little feel through the you know, throughout the stroke compared to say the Spider X, uh, the Spider Tour X, uh, which has the weights kind of pushed back. Uh, this thing does feel like it wants to rotate just a hair quicker uh, at impact. Like the, it just wants to get to that impact just a little bit, or get to get to squared back uh, at impact just a little bit faster. Uh, where the other one does almost have a little bit feel of you know stability. It almost feels like it kind of wants to keep itself uh, you know more straight on uh, to the. Uh, you know, if you set the, the putter down, aiming at the target, this feels like it wants it wants to open a little bit and then kind of snap shut a little bit like a blade, where the Spider X with the weights being back feels like the head just wants to kind of stay online and be more straight straightforward, straight back. So you get a little feeling of the hands of this wanting to close just a little bit quicker, and I have it, it kind of does feel a little more bladeish uh, than you know Spider Two or Spider X. Uh, in the lineup, it just kind of has that, which is which which is nice. I think there's a lot of people out there who uh, who play blade putters and want to maybe try a mallet for something different, want to add a little stability, a little forgiveness, and being able to have something that kind of rotates through the hands, uh, like a you know in the hands kind of has that feeling of a blade, but still has some of that mallet uh, forgiveness and MOI. Uh, I think the spider the spider tour V could be could be really good, but I did notice that it does swing just a little bit different. Uh, and it's more so on kind of those mid putts. I mean, short putts are, are short. You're just not bringing the thing back very far. Uh, and on long putts, I feel like, you know, you're kind of bringing the putter so far back and, and going through that I don't notice it that much. But it's it's those mid kind of 10 to 15 footers that, that I felt like you kind of noticed that, uh, that, 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 that head rotation just a little bit more with those those forward weights compared to the other putters that had uh, had rearward weights. So something that's kind of interesting there. Um, but overall, I love the feel. I like the sound. Uh, I think the finish is good. I think this PVD kind of dark gray uh, finish looks really solid. There's zero glare to it when you're out on the course, and I think it contrasts well with a green green. Uh, it sticks out, and you're able to uh, to align it pretty well. I think the, the little gaps in it frame the putter or frame the ball well, and uh, overall, it's just kind of a really comfortable putter to use. It didn't take a whole lot of like getting used to. Uh, you just kind of threw some putts to putter or some balls down and just you know started putting and. Uh, and the thing just uh, just started working. So uh, the Spider Tour V, I was really impressed with. I made what is it? I made a, a four or five foot birdie. Uh, I made a like a she's probably like eighteen foot birdie uh, on a par five. So uh, I made a couple birdies with it. And then uh, you know all the putts that I had for the most part uh, were pretty much right around the holes, uh, right around the hole. If I didn't make it, excuse me, it was pretty much give me range. Uh, you know, just tap in range stuff like that. Uh, and then also, I mean, I had a lot of, and sometimes you get certain putters in your hand and you just never really have the confidence that you're going to make, you know, especially like those five footers for par, like you're just kind of like, what do I got to do here and all that. And then there's other putters that you stand over and you're just like, I'm going to make every one of those putts. Uh, and this is one of those things where I felt like I was going to make those, those five foot par putts, uh, just didn't feel like, uh, 
you know, there was any kind of thought or uh, there wasn't any confidence in it. I just, I set it down, started putting, and there was, uh, there was confidence in the, in the putter right out of the get-go. So that was pretty, uh, pretty nice. But overall, I, I like the Spider Tour Series. Uh, I think the all, uh, what is it, four putters, uh, four head shapes, uh, and then two hosels each. I think they're, they're, they're really, really nice. I think if you like, uh, you know, like the spider design. The other thing that's nice is that they've got a nice head cover, magnetic closure. I know that's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, that's kind of, you know, who cares a head cover? I love magnetic head covers. Uh, they're they're really nice. They, they just, you know, you don't have to worry about somebody else putting and just take your head cover off. You don't have to worry about the, the ripping sound or if somebody's, you know, hitting their shot or whatever. Really like the magnetic cover. It is pretty nice. It's got a little two-tone it's got you know it's black gray has a little spider on it and then uh, on the top has a little you know yellow uh, and gray on the top so just a nice little head cover and you know the little things like magnetic closures are just uh, super super nice so really nice there and uh yeah it's a good looking package you know gloss black shaft uh you know pistol 1.0 the interesting thing pistol 1.0 the super stroke there is no um port in the back for uh for any of the weights like if you're going to put a counter core weight or anything like that it does not exist on this uh it is a fully molded uh back handle and it's actually kind of like a rubber material it's less foamy feeling um so that uh if you're somebody who likes to put a little counterbalance weight or something in there even though it's a super stroke grip you're not going to be able to uh to do that on this grip but i do like that it's a you know pistol 1.0 I like that shape. I, it feels good in the hands, and uh, you know, was just uh, was like this putter a lot. It was a 34 inch putter. I usually play 33. I just choked down about an inch, uh, and I had no problem, um, you know, putting with this thing, uh, you know, right out of the gate. So didn't even feel the need that I really needed to cut it down or anything. And uh, as I play tonight, I'm debating uh, whether I put this in the bag or do I go something else. But uh, this definitely has a, uh, a a chance of going in the bag, and it's definitely going to jump into the uh, the rotation. I know I'm adding more and more stuff uh, into my rotation of putters, but uh, this one here, uh, I think it's going to join the Bettinardi, the Lab, uh, and the PXG uh, counterbalance one that I built. I think it's going to join uh, all those guys as uh, a putter that that definitely goes into the rotation. So uh, I like it a lot. It's uh, it's pretty solid, and uh, I think it's definitely worth uh, worth checking out. If you've been a Spider fan or just looking for a mallet uh, with something different, or looking for a mallet with some options, you know, or uh, like I said, with this tour v, uh, the the Spider Tour V, if you're looking for a mallet that kind of swings a little bit like a blade, definitely worth checking out and, uh, and trying. Uh, I don't know if there's a weight kit available yet for these, or if they're going to offer one. Uh, it'd be interesting. I would love to build like uh, like a, a, the OG Spider Tour, uh, the OG head, build it long, super heavy weights, make it counterbalance would be uh, would be pretty sweet. But uh, the new Spider Tour, the Tour V, big uh, big fan so far. So I really like it. Go to tailormadegolf.com. You can go check out all the different uh, tour models, the Tour V, Tour Z, Tour, Tour X. Uh, They've got them all on there with all the different specs and everything like that. So uh, check those out there when you get a chance. And uh, if you're looking for a new putter, they're uh, they're out there. So like those a lot. And uh, I think that's all I've got today. That's, uh, that's it. I felt like I tried to keep this one short, and it felt like it went just as long as every other podcast. So uh, try to keep it short for you, fellas. And I'm, I apologize I didn't. But, uh, yeah, got uh, scrambled today, so what's in the bag? I don't know. I think we're going Ping I-230s uh, with the Fujikura Axioms. Uh, Driver-wise, I think we're going to go Cobra LTD or Cobra Aerojet LS uh, with, I don't know what shaft. I'm thinking might be I might jump into the Tensei uh, 1K Pro Blue uh, and toss that back in there. And then uh, 3-Wood, I think I'm going TSR2 with a Graphite Design GP7. 
Uh, I kind of busted that thing out. I was kind of going through all the shaft bin and just pulling out some old stuff. And I had one of those with the Titleist tip on it. So I think that's going there. 71 will probably be uh, my standard. Uh, I Actually, my, instead of my 71, I'll, I'll probably go hybrid just because I'll hit it more off the tee. Uh, actually, I probably won't hit it at all. Uh, but uh, go that. And then uh, I think the Ping I-230s. And then wedge-wise, um, my wedge that I'm kind of getting into is Ping, uh, Cleveland RTX 6 50-degree. Uh, and then the 56 being that Mizuno T24, and then the 60, I've been a huge fan of the Mill Grind 4 Tiger Woods 60. So uh, that there, and then putter, I don't know, I might go counterbalanced. We'll see. We'll see what uh, what I'm feeling like. That could be kind of a last-minute decision, but uh, that's probably what I'm going to rock uh, for the the little, uh, what do you call it, little scramble. So we'll see uh, See how it goes. See if we can win. I, I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to usually uh, be on a good team, and we've won a few of these. So let's see if we can go out uh, and win again for our final uh a uh, little playing of the year in my league. So uh, that's all I've got. Listen, if you're wherever you're listening to this podcast, please like, subscribe, whatever. It'd be awesome. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, really appreciate it. If you can watch on YouTube, just surf, search Golf Through Rx Radio. Uh, and then also please follow me on Instagram at Club Junkie Pod. I'm trying to get to 10K by the end of the year. I'm at 9,200, just over that. So excited, trying to get to 10K. Maybe we'll do some kind of cool giveaway. I'll, I'll, pull something out here that we can uh, that's really fun and cool we'll give something away that's that's awesome when we hit 10k so let's do that and uh hopefully you guys have a great weekend uh enjoy the Ryder cup uh let's go usa and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week